You're listening to National Law Connection, legal commentaries, opinions, and what's important. Listener discretion is advised. Broadcasting to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada, I'm your host, Dennis Schulweg. Broadcasting to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada, today is January 12, 2021. Today we'll be discussing the care of patients and the liability for malpractice. Don't be fooled by a Dr. Quackenbush and being misdiagnosed for COVID-19 when in fact the new study today shows us otherwise. Listen, my friends, there is something terribly wrong. The higher powers are starting to phase this mess out. Don't you see what's happening? Quartering soldiers in the Capitol? Is your doctor a quack? More after this. Some expert tutelage for you from the peanut gallery. What say you? Subject, actions against physicians, surgeons, and other healers. A state legislature may control and regulate all branches of the practice of medicine, provided the regulations are reasonable and bear some relation to protection of the public against mistreatment and misrepresentation by incompetence or unscrupulous practitioners. So tell me what is going to happen after the droves of people start to have side effects from this vaccine. What will happen to the doctors? Nothing. New COVID-19 guidelines supersede actions against doctors. I think it's more uh, in-depth than that. We're appropriate if we discuss other realistic forms of malpractice, and it comes in all shapes and forms. This is one example. Non-lawyer disclosure. Any information in this program is not to be construed as legal advice. New Research Services and its authors are held harmless for the information in this broadcast. The information in this program is public information found in American Law Reports. The statements provided are solely annotations and opinion only. Also, that New Research Services and its employees may not give legal advice and cannot tell you what rights and remedies you may have. Although the right to practice medicine is commonly regarded as a fundamental right, the state, in the exercise of its inherent police power, has a duty to preserve and protect the public health. And in the performance of that duty, the state has the power to regulate and control within reasonable and constitutional limits the practice of medicine and surgery, as well as other healing and related arts such as dentistry, optometry, chiropractic, and nursing. The primary method of regulating the practice of medicine is by legislature, directly requiring practitioners to do or refrain from doing specified acts or regulating and controlling the manner and circumstances in which specified phases of the practice may be performed. Included in this kind of regulation are the regulations requiring practitioners to make specified reports or to keep accurate records. Also included 
in this kind of regulation are limitations on or prohibitions against advertising and soliciting of patients. One of the most important methods of regulating the practice of medicine is by requiring licensing to practice and by providing for revocation of license for specific causes or misconduct. Open lines today, area code 702-738-1218, area code 702-738-1218. Open lines on your thoughts and comments, uh, share your experiences. Um, most people may have never been to court before, um, but sometime in our lives we will have experienced at least one legal issue that we will need to know and have acknowledged his power. May I present Dr. Leopold X. Steinberg of Vienna? And uh, this is Dr. Hackenbush. Ah, Doctor, I have a few questions I would like to ask you. I've got a question I'd like to ask you. Steinberg, what do you do with your old razor blades? Huh? I've been telling Dr. Steinberg about your unusual case. Dr. Hackenbush tells me I'm the only case in history. I have high blood pressure on my right side and low blood pressure on my left side. <laughs> There's no such thing. She looks as healthy as any woman I've ever met. You don't look as though you ever met a healthy woman. What? Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen. Dr. Hackenbush will show you. Then I insist that you apologize to him. Can't you go? The idea. Hey, Doc, where are you going? Don't you realize that Steinberg examines that woman went through? I'm through right now. Oh, you got to get in there. Do anything but stop Steinberg. Come on, you got to hurry. I'll say I have to hurry. I'm hopping the next banana boat for Central America. Hey, Doc, where you going? Are you a man or a mouse? You put a piece of cheese down there and you'll find out. If you leave now, Judy loses the sanitary. All right, I'll stay. You going to stay? <laughs> there we are. Well, next we will see. Just a moment. Take your hands off her. I'll find out who you are. Don't you know you're not supposed to touch a patient without being sterilized? You don't see me running an examination like that. No, that's true. In case you've never done it, this is known as washing your hands. Absolutely not. I challenge that. 
challenge that. You will take a pulse. Pulse? Take a pulse! I, I don't do any pulse work. I am an acute diagnostician. Take a pulse. Take a pulse! These forms of malpractice are detailed in an array of mishaps. From standard of skill to I don't care, any particular circumstance will fare. From x-rays to del ray, radiation to administration, operations to dissections, foreign substances left in a patient to abandonment of treatment, communicable and infectious diseases to dental work, I see a quack, fractures and wrongful death, Memories to cranberries, that's what you see. Do not consent. Buyer we beware. These are some of the most common mistakes. Sue me if you dare. I can practice anywhere. HIPAA to hydrochloroquine. No one wins. Medicaid is okay. It's guaranteed to pay. From Perry Mason to mediation and arbitration. Optimism to opioids. Fleming to lemmings. Microchips to potato chips. That's where we meet our fate. Also included in this kind of regulation are limitations on or prohibitions against advertising and soliciting of patients. One of the most important methods of regulating the practice of medicine is by requiring licensing to practice and by providing for revocation of license for specific causes or misconduct. The legal definition of malpractice, a professional's improper or immoral conduct in the performance of duties done either intentionally or through carelessness or ignorance. 
The term is commonly applied to as a physician, surgeon, dentist, lawyer, or public official to denote the negligence or unskilled performance of duties resulting from such person's professional relationship with the patient or client. So does that mean, as it relates to our current conditions, we have assisted in these types of cases and strangely enough, most doctors represent themselves, which is pretty amusing. So is it malpractice for the Fauci regime to develop the COVID-19 scheme? It sounds like that is what is really happening these days. It's a clear institution of medical malpractice by public officials. Beware of the government industrial complex. It's a form of Project Paperclip, a clandestine program during World War II. I guess this explains the guy on the news with the beard looking like the wizard from Harry Potter with the Camp Auschwitz shirt on. What is wrong with these people? I read yesterday that new research shows that COVID-19 virus resembles the same trait as the common cold. Did you know that the rate of influenza is down this year from last year, but now the rate of COVID-19 positively is higher? You figure it out. I'm not sure if many describe it as such. The Information Technology Complex. In 1961, President Eisenhower's farewell address included a warning about the military-industrial complex. While most of us are familiar with his warning, it's important to remember the ramp up to this part of his speech. Eisenhower starts by praising our military. He points out to its necessity in stabilizing the world and protecting the United States. Eisenhower doesn't seek to make the military a boogeyman. Instead, he makes and takes a moment to point out that the military industrial complex is wholly a new American experience and something that we must guard against. Specifically, Eisenhower says we must be vigilant that the 3.5 million members of the military and the large apparatus do not have unwarranted influence. In the councils of government, the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. This is specifically quoted from that speech. The military industrial complex warning. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of the combination endanger our liberties or democratic process. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and acknowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals so that security and liberty may prosper together. So if you didn't know it, the industrial age is over. We no longer live in the industrial era. We are in the information era now, and while the military-industrial complex persists, what we've seen at the end of the Trump presidency is the power of the information technology complex.
My point is naming the IT complex isn't to chastise the decision on January 7th to remove the sitting president of the United States from all major online communication channels. Instead, I want the fact that it happened so smoothly from a political perspective to sink in. There was no IT struggle. The president was banned. He joined Parler, the one social media site willing to host him, and that site was subsequently squashed. The highest seat in our executive branch didn't stand a chance. When we look at the specific instances, it's so easy to shuffle along. The justification was there. Moreover, he's a lame duck president, perhaps making the choice to remove him easier, again from a political perspective. But it's almost important to note that the same tech billionaires we put blame on for various social ills are the people we're praising for the decision. This is a catch-22 of our moment. To praise this moves means that the IT complex moves closer into the halls of government. This isn't an isolation move from the IT complex either. In addition to the standard fair being big corporate donors to both parties, tech companies are finding all kinds of ways to secure senior roles for tech allies in lesser known but still virtual parts of the president-elect Joe Biden's administration. The revolving door is now AI-powered. Clowns to the left of me, we should have many fears. We shouldn't fear the rise of militia terrorist groups. We should fear anyone who possesses a threat to the peaceful transfer of power that is a cornerstone of our democratic republic. But we should also fear any organization that can take out world leaders. All I can say is be vigilant in your own life and be aware and try not to get botched. And do not get surgery outside the United States because you may be left in stitches. Wear your mask for now and make sure not to vaccinate until due time. Now you have learned it's the information technology complex in the modern era. I guess now that we are on the topic of the information technology complex, we could discuss the Freedom of Information Act, which is a lot of the reasons so many people are disadvantaged from credit to judgment and everything in between. And I also want to thank all of you that have subscribed to the program. Your support means a lot and is greatly appreciated. Well, that's all for today. I thank you for listening. And until next time, be well. And remember, my friends, be here or be scared. Don't be scared. It's easy to get burned